Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Planning a trip? We're going to talk about the best apps to utilize when you're planning your next vacation. Stick around. The Things You Should Know podcast is our pleasure to welcome you each and every week. Some of the topics that we discuss on this podcast range from tech to innovation, health and wellness. You picked a great day to join us. We've got a great podcast ahead for you. Sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. Thank you for joining us at Things You Should Know Podcast. Are you looking to get your money right? Well, why don't you check out SoFi? SoFi is an FDIC-insured, nationally chartered bank that offers checking and savings account and many more platform products. SoFi became a bank in order to bring you the best features, including a simple market-leading interest rate of 1.5% API across all of SoFi checking and savings accounts. SoFi is one of the largest student loan refinancing companies, the online lender has refinanced over $30 billion worth of student loans for more than 375,000 of its members, while delivering many features not offered by banks, credit unions, and other traditional lenders. So why don't you go over to uh, our show notes and check out SoFi if you're looking for student loan refinancing, private student loans, uh, personal loans, you know, you can use for travel or family planning. What about mortgages? Maybe you want to refinance your mortgage or cash out refinance. There's auto loan uh, financing or refinancing. They are good with investing and that includes EFTs and yes, crypto. They have credit cards and their simple banking, checking and savings account. They do offer life insurance, homeowners insurance, renters and auto. You can do estate planning, insight planning, property tracking, business solutions for small business as well. Why don't you go into our show notes today, check out SoFi, help out with the uh, podcast and help out yourself and get your money right. Hey guys, welcome into the podcast. You've reached things you should know. My name is Kelly. I'm your host. And yes, I am back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I, um, I'm going to, uh, talk a little bit about where I have been and why I've been off for a minute. But before I do that, I want to welcome you guys to the podcast and thank you so much for continuing to, you know, to support the podcast these last few, uh, weeks. Um, I sustained an injury and I didn't feel great over the last um, three and a half weeks to the point where it was difficult for me to uh, sit actually in the studio and record. Uh, But I'm feeling a lot better now and I'm going to talk to you about what I was dealing with. I'm not going to talk about in this podcast. You heard the opening. We're going to be talking about traveling. And one of the reasons we're talking about traveling, the very last podcast that we did has blown up. We did six cities abroad costing less than a thousand dollars to live in uh, each month. And I know by looking at all the episodes, you guys are very interested in traveling and different things like that. So that's why we're talking about today uh, in the midst of my um 
absence, I had my 25th wedding anniversary. So I did take a trip. It wasn't a trip that I had planned originally because like I told you, I wasn't feeling my greatest. So I, I plan a, uh, a subsequent trip, which is still very, very good. It's just that, um, I wanted to make sure I was in a place, uh, of, uh, feeling great, you know, feeling relatively close to myself in order to do this as opposed to going overseas and then, you know, having some difficulties there would have been a much different experience. But anyway, I'm back is is the good news. And uh, we're going to get caught up on um, podcasts. Uh, you guys have done such a fantastic job of supporting the podcast in the interim. Uh, I do know we have some really good content out there. So thank you guys so much. If you're a first time listening to the podcast, why don't you go ahead now and subscribe to the podcast? We do have some really good content uh, archived. This is our second season. Uh, we um, I don't know what show number this is off the top of my head. I think we're about 40 or 41 for this for this year. Uh, but we're going to have uh, many more by the end of December. And if you're new to the podcast, you've got a lot of catching up to do because you're in second season. Uh, we did a full first season of over 100 shows. Uh, really good content. And today we're talking about traveling, specifically the tools to use uh, to organize your trip. Um, for me, uh, I use two tools and one of them is TripAdvisor. The other is, uh, Travelocity. And I think Travelocity now has been bought by Expedia, but Travelocity, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about how I do what I do in hopes that it can help you, of course, uh, to organize your trips. We're getting into the fourth quarter of the year. Today is October the 5th. And I know many of you will be traveling this fourth quarter. A lot of holidays coming up. People just like uh, to be around family, of course, during the holidays. And some of us just like to be out and about as it relates to, you know, travel in the fourth quarter. The weather's a lot nicer. Um, where I went, I'm just going to tell you, I uh, took my wife to a place called Sausalito, California. If you never heard of Sausalito, it is about... um 25 minutes north of San Francisco. So if you fly into SFO, San Francisco International Airport, you simply cross over the Golden Gate Bridge and you will be headed directly into uh, a little county called Marin County in the city of Sausalito, California. And it is beautiful. Over on our uh, YouTube uh, page, I'm going to be uh, posting some videos of what Sausalito looked like and some of the places we went, the places we stayed. If you're interested, head over. There are two locations you can look at on YouTube. Obviously, things you should know uh, over on YouTube and also the Erudite, E-R-U-D-I-T-E. If you Google either one of those and or, or search them in YouTube, you'll be able to find it. I'm going to place them on both so you guys have a chance to um, to take a look. Now, I have planned family um, vacations for years. My kids are uh, two of them are uh, three of them are adults now. And my baby's in high school ever since she was little, little. And even my oldest daughter, little, we've always been traveling folks. Uh, a couple times a year, we get out and go. Uh, I always joke that my daughters and my wife should have been born with wings as much as they love to fly. Um, I don't fancy flying so much, but I love to go as well. And I don't let things keep me grounded. And so I go, I tag along and I, I plan these trips and we have a fantastic time. And I tell you, I had such a wonderful time in Sausalito. If you've never been and you've got the time, a little extra cash, I would certainly say go. We stayed uh, almost, I think we were there five days. And uh, it's not inexpensive, but I'm going to show you some ways to do some things that you don't have to break the bank. Okay, that you don't have to break the bank. So what are you going to get out of the podcast today? If you like to travel, even if you don't like to travel, and one of the things that's been keeping you from doing it is organization. Kelly, I don't know how to organize my trips, particularly those trips where there are larger groups. Okay, I'm going to help you today. 
If you say, I do love to travel, but I have that same problem. I like to organize my trips, but I find that I've got all these notes and receipts and uh, flight, you know, assignments and these different things. How do I keep them organized and how do I share them with my group so there's less stress for me where I don't have to go looking for things? Okay, I'm going to help you with that. They're going to walk away today feeling uh, more empowered uh, because you're going to have what you need in order to do what you need to do. So whether it is booking your flights, uh, arranging your um, your maps in terms of driving, whether it is booking your hotel or uh, booking excursions at your destination, I'm going to help you with all of that. And as I'm saying it out loud, I'm actually going to give you more than two apps. I'm going to give you two primarily, uh, and I'm going to give you um, some navigation apps. And I'm going to show you and talk to you about different ways that I use them in hopes that it'll spark some spark something in you that you'll be able to use them as well. OK, so from family trips uh, of two hours or more, you know, to see family to, you know, trips across the country. Or even trips out of the country, cruises, uh, air, air flight, you know, flights are on land. You can use uh, this information for all of the above. You don't have to live in the United States to, to use this information. These apps are, are international and you can uh, use them, you know, in your corresponding country. And you can use uh, the technology to benefit you. Okay, so if you're like me and you like to plan, I'm a logistician by by nature and by career. So I like to have things in order. I like to know uh, what time, you know, given what's taking place lately with a lot of flight, you know, movements and cancellations, things like that. I understand that. But in the best case scenario, you want to make sure you understand when you're coming, when you're going, you know, who's doing what. And if you're the organizer, sometimes people look to you uh, to answer questions. What are we eating today? Uh, what activities are we doing today? And I'm going to show you a way to organize yourself where uh, it's going to be really easy to, to share information with your group, with your with even if it's just a couple, you, you and your husband, you and your partner, you and your spouse. Or if it's a group, a family group, a girls group, a guy's trip, whatever it is, we're going to help you. So, Kelly, what's the first app? This works if you are trying to trip, uh, plan a trip overseas or if you're trying to plan a trip locally. My two ways to start are this. I love TripAdvisor. OK, I really do um, um, love TripAdvisor. I've used it for years and I encourage you to use it for a number of reasons. OK. TripAdvisor is very well uh, known for its uh, reviews and uh, crowdsourcing, if you will, for information. What's one of the biggest things that people use to determine which restaurants they're going to, which uh, hotels they're going to book at, uh, which um, destinations may be more fun or whatever the case may be, is TripAdvisor. OK, uh, if you go on to TripAdvisor, the application, whether you're using an app or the desktop version. And when I'm planning a trip, I'm always using the desktop version because it gives me more, more real estate and more opportunity to to look at things. The cool thing is uh, the account is free. You create a free account. And when you do download the app to your device, whether it's your pad or your phone, I suggest it's your phone unless you carry your pad everywhere. You can keep up with your flights. You can keep up with your hotels. You can keep up with the things that you plan to do in the city, in your destination. So when I start, I go to TripAdvisor and I just will type in my destination. OK, so this last time I was going to Sausalito, I go to TripAdvisor.com and it says where to where do you want to go to, Kelly? And I type in Sausalito and it pulls up all these wonderful things about Sausalito hotels vacation rentals, things that you can do, restaurants, flights, etc. Now, there are uh, travel forms on TripAdvisor for group discussion. 
you know, let's say someone went to Sausalito and they had a fantastic time. Uh, they can go here and they can post the information. They can uh, refer me to restaurants, to locations for sightseeing, for activities, for excursions, and even things to avoid. And that is the value of it. And you have it all in one central location. You can find things that interest you. Obviously, when you go somewhere, one of the bigger things for us is always food. So you want to, if you're there for four or five days, you want to locate uh, some areas that uh, you think you would be interested in dining. Same with drink. If you like to go out or if you like to just have a drink or even for us, Sausalito is about an hour south of Napa and Sonoma. And one day we went up to the valley to do some wine tasting. So you want to locate those things through TripAdvisor. How does TripAdvisor help me organize my trip? Well, you can create what's called, you guessed it, trips. Uh, It's like creating a folder on your desktop. You name it. So for me, I have a a folder called Sausalito. And within that folder, not only can I put my uh, hotel information, where I'll be staying, In addition to that, I've located or I did locate some restaurants in the area of my of my hotel. I was able to identify some excursions through the same app, uh, put those in my folder. I was able to identify some things to do in in the area. And all of that goes uh, into your folder now. The way that it benefits you is you can share your folder. You can create, you know, numerous folders. Like for me, when I look at my trips, I've got stuff for Toronto and Aruba and uh, different places we've gone and different places we've yet to go. The cool part is you can share your folders with anyone. So let's say you're on a girl's trip and there are five or four other ladies and you want to Uh, Not only um, share the information with them, but within the folder, you're able uh, to lay out your activities by day by day. You're able to allow your participants to add comments like or dislike, you know, the notes, the restaurants, the excursions. Whatever it is that's in that folder, uh, you guys can communicate all of that through TripAdvisor. Now, I know when I've planned trips in the past and it is a larger group, I'm trying to think the largest group that I have planned. In 2010, I organized with the help of my sister and my sister-in-law and and my wife and kids. Of course, everybody plays their part, but primarily uh, it was um, the, the three of us. But it turned out it was me when we got to the parks and it was a Disney thing because I'm a big Disney nerd. And we took all the kids. And at that time, my my high school daughter was only two years old. So I had a little one and my my uh, niece was little. So my brother's daughter was only one. And we decided to go to Disney World, take the entire family, my mom, my my, my siblings and their families. And uh, we had some extended family to go. So in total, in total, we had about 18 people, you know, trucking through the parks of, of Walt Disney World on Christmas Day. And it was a fantastic trip. We were there for, you know, up to, I think, five days. We rented a house. Uh, you know, we there, there was a lot of planning involved with those many people. Obviously, food and activities are a um, an area of concern. You want to make sure that everybody is pleased and everybody is fed and even everybody has access to uh, the restroom and, and and amenities in terms if they want to rest or sleep, whatever the case may be, that, that requires a lot of planning. And one of the things I realized that uh, leading an effort like that, you want to share as much information up front as possible. You want to share as much information up front as possible because you want to have a good time, too. You don't want to be stressed out, you know, stressed to the tilt. Uh, if you've ever been to Walt Disney World or Disneyland uh, for on Christmas, you realize there are a lot of people that have that same idea. And in 2010, uh, fast passes and things like that were a little different than they were a few years ago. Obviously, it's different now because they don't even have fast passes anymore. 
But to truck 18 people through a uh, amusement park for four days and for everybody to comment that they had a good time, I saw it as a big success. And I was very happy that they were happy, uh, that they felt like their time and money were well spent. But I'm telling you how I how I uh, have have done that. Uh, I, I find that, um, you know, being able to uh, one of the successes of organ organizing anything is uh, collecting the data, uh, com- communicating in an informative way, converting it from data to information and getting it out to your stakeholders. We want to be too, too buttoned up, but that's really what the process is. So if you're leading the effort and you are the leader of the girlfriends weekend and you guys are going to San Francisco, then you want to make sure everybody understands what the goal is. You know, if you got an early flight, you got to let folks know, you know, we got to get up and get going early. Otherwise, everything else is going to be impacted. You know, if you've got dinner reservations, you got to let folks know not only when and where, but what is the dress code? It's a lot of information to share. What if you had an app? What if you had an app that you could put all that information into and just share the app? Just share the app. If the reservation time changes, it updates in the app. If there are any notes to be shared, you can share it through the apps and the alerts will act as your correspondent in terms of communication to your stakeholders, to your folks that are traveling with. I've done this in the past where these types of technologies were not around, or at least I didn't know about it. And nowadays, we're always looking to streamline. That's what this podcast is about, to increase our qualities of life. And we want to travel. We want to bring our loved ones with us. We want to have the best uh, time we can have. Why not use an app like TripAdvisor that gives you quality information? I'm going to tell you, and I'm not getting paid by TripAdvisor yet, <laughs> but I've used TripAdvisor for the last 10 plus years. Not only does it help me organize my thoughts in terms of where I want to go, but it gives me a level of confidence in knowing that a lot of people have said this was a good place to stay. This was a good place to eat. This was a good activity to do. I'd rather have that than not have it. Why? Because these people don't have any investment in, 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 in my trip. Um, of, of course, you know, sometimes, uh, um, people's idea of, 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 something, you know, good or bad is, is always subjective. So going to a restaurant and, uh, someone being cold or hot is subjective. It may not bother me. Well, it may bother everyone else and it may ruin their experience. And I think you are adult enough to, to realize when you can kind of look and, and read between the lines. So trip advisor. TripAdvisor, I'm going to put a link in our show notes, uh, but just to kind of run it down again, one of the reasons why I like to use it is because, number one, when I'm starting out the process of planning, it gives me an idea, an overview. It helps me start at the beginning. What does that mean? Well, I know my destination. And that's all I know. I haven't started looking for hotels. I haven't started looking for restaurants. I haven't started looking for activities. Those are all things you will need when you're going anywhere. Instead of just jumping on Google and trying to find out what hotels are in Sausalito, why not go to TripAdvisor and just click on hotels? It lists the hotels in order. Matter of fact, you can filter it. You can filter hotels by um, reviews, you know, how high this uh, particular hotel view in terms of customer feedback. Was it five star, four star, three and a half? You can filter it by cost. You can filter it by, you know, TripAdvisor reference. A lot of times the editors at TripAdvisor will recommend a place to stay in that area. And while you may still go off and do your own thing, this is a good place to start. Ten times out of ten, we're big Embassy Suites family as well. Ten times out of ten, if I wanted to find a location on my own, I can still find it through TripAdvisor. I can still find it through TripAdvisor and I can get the feedback, the the reviews from uh, previous customers to see if this is a good quality embassy suites. Now, I've been to several embassy suites over you know my lifetime. Uh, I, I still give them nine out of ten. But there have been a couple of times I've been to some places and my wife's like, I don't think we, we want to stay here again. And it was the same same chain of restaurants 
in the same city, as a matter of fact. You know, so sometimes you you need that prior customer feedback to say, hey, yeah, this wasn't the greatest experience or the room smelled, the carpet was, you know, mildewed or, you know, the staff wasn't friendly. That can help you make a decision. And again, ultimately, what we're trying to do is have uh, a maximize our our time and our money. We want to have the best experience and we want to get what we've paid for. Okay, so number one is TripAdvisor. Number two, a very similar website is Travelocity. Now, Travelocity and Expedia are partnered or Expedia bought Travelocity or whatever. Uh, But here's why I'm recommending Travelocity. I just recently started using it, but I love it. I'm going to tell you why. We're starting to look now if you're traveling in the States and especially places that you in, in your country, if you're traveling somewhere close, especially place you've been to and you've got a favorite hotel, you've got a way of getting there. Excuse me. And you may even have, um, I don't know, some, somebody that works for the airline that can kind of get you flights and stuff like that. OK, you don't have to necessarily use Travelocity, but there may come a time when you want to just package everything together in one place and and not have your airline here, have your hotel there and have your this over here. Okay. The reason I like um, Travelocity is because you can uh, book packages. You can book individual stays. If you just want a hotel, you can use Travelocity. You just want flights. You can use Travelocity. You just want a rental car. You can use Travelocity. But if you wanted to put everything together, and create for yourself one package. Because here's the thing about packages. Packages ultimately are cheaper. So if I broke out my rental for Sausalito, broke out my hotel, broke out my flight and pay for them separately, I'm going to pay whatever that price is at the time for the car, for the flight, for the, for the hotel. Now, what if I use the power of group purchase, which is what Travelocity does, because the more people that book through there, the more power they have in order to to get a better price. It's kind of like using your home insurance um, and incorporating the, the car you just bought or incorporating, you know, uh, life insurance. Don't get, get a separate life insurance policy if you already have an insurance company covering your house and car. Utilize that because you get uh, what's referred to as a group discount. You get a group discount buying power. So this podcast is all about empowering and information is power. So if you didn't realize that you didn't know that, go back and look at your policies. Look at the way that you book your next trip. Now, if you run across a deal on some website and it's just unbeatable and you feel comfortable with it, go for it. But I'll tell you in the past, I've gone to, you know, uh, I don't want to name the sites, but just put it like this twice in our travel lives, my wife and I, we've gone to Miami on a uh, <laughs> with the idea that we were going to be staying in a place. It looked really great online. And then we get there. It wasn't what the advertisement said it was. Same way we went one year to Savannah for our anniversary. It was a bed and breakfast. And this guy had all these cats. You didn't have that online. So sometimes these really, really good deals don't pan out. That's why I'm saying when you go to places like Travelocity and the TripAdvisor, you get the benefit of these prior customer visits and reviews. And I don't even know how long ago this was, but I'm sure some of these technologies didn't exist. But um, we've been to Savannah and Miami several times since then. But uh, use the power of information in order for you to make the best decision at the time possible. So back to Travelocity. Here's why I liked it this time. Firstly, we were, you know, I told you that I sustained an injury and um, my initial plan was, was to go out of country. So um, I don't, I'm not going to go to Italy and stay in embassy suites. So I said, how can I find uh, hotels and, and, and villas and places like that? What's the best way for me to get information on resorts? And places to stay in another country, place I'm not familiar with, place I've never been. What's the best way to do that? I started thinking, I said, you know what, TripAdvisor and Travelocity. Uh, I'm a big Amazing Race fan on CBS. 
Shout out to Amazing Race. Me and my daughters love to watch Amazing Race. We've been watching it since they've been little girls. And so I said, what if what if I just fool around with travel lots and see what I find? And I started fooling around with it and I started liking it. And I'll tell you what I found. You can go into Travelocity, just like with TripAdvisor, and if you put in your city, your destination, it comes back with all kinds of stuff. It comes back with a hotel and, and, and uh, resorts or wherever you need to stay. It can give you flights. It can give you even car rentals. It can package all that together. In addition to that, it can also offer you some things to do. So it's a little bit of crossover between Travelocity and TripAdvisor. But when I'm planning my stuff on the ground, I, I, I vet it through TripAdvisor first. If I package it together, I use Travelocity. Now, in a, one sweet thing about Travelocity, too, is if you have um, uh, a firm or some of these other accounts, uh, a firm is like a um, credit account, virtual account that you can have, I don't know, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars credit with this account. And a firm will say, hey, if you use Travelocity, if you use TripAdvisor, you Travelocity to book your trip, um, you don't have to pay for it right now. You can pay monthly installments for X amount of money a month instead of paying all at once. And sometimes that works out better for people. Let's say if you really want to take a trip, but you don't have the cash right now to pay for it in whole. You can use a firm, A-F-F-I-R-M. I want you guys to, to Google that if you've never heard of it or accounts like a firm. And, you know, if you qualify, uh, you can finance your trip. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Here's an offer we thought you'd be interested in. Are you looking to develop and create stunning coursework? Uh, launch your stunning academy website in a snap. You can choose from among 50 plus designer made, ready to go, industry specific site templates to launch your website fast and with confidence. It's very simple, very powerful. They're flexible courses. You can wave goodbye to dull educational content. There are countless ways to package and distribute your learning content. Create listed or private courses that can be paid or free courses, or you can drip feed your content to build and to nurture your audience the way that you want. You can create compelling and interactive courses, leverage the most rich library of learning activities, and undoubtedly the most customizable course player in the market to build flexible learning experiences to keep your listeners engaged. And lastly, be the boss of your content and design. Your final course product exactly as you envision it. Preview it as you build it in real time. Get it up and running fast than you ever have imagined. Why don't you go down the show notes, guys, today and uh, click on Learns World. If you're interested in building courses that matter, you can monetize, create memberships, create courses, and create passive income for yourself. So support our sponsor, Learns World. So let's say, for example, you were going to Italy and the the flights to Italy are out, out of the States are not it's cheap. You know, a lot of airlines have cut back on uh, flights. And uh, so, you know, to maximize on their spend and, and equipment utilization and so forth. Uh, quite honestly, I think their their staff is an issue. They don't have as many people these days to, to cover these flights. So they've had to cut back on flights and try and save some money. So getting a ticket and availability on some of these flights are much more than what they used to be. Um, but what if you didn't have to pay for it up front? What if, you know, if you go to uh, our show notes, I'll have a link in there for you to go to a firm. But a firm, you know, it does a lot of stuff. Uh, basically, you can shop online. You can you can buy stuff from stores. You can buy fitness equipment and travel just happens to be one of the things that they support and they support uh, uh, Expedia and Travelocity. So if you're traveling and you don't have the cash and you don't want to put it on the credit card and all this other kind of stuff. You can use a, a firm and you can book through Travelocity, pay for your trip in total, 
and don't have the pressure of having to put out $2,000, $3,000 if you can't afford to do so at that particular time. Okay. Now, here's uh, uh, something I will say, though. Uh, I think I always have a better time on trips that I know I can't afford. <laughs> and I tend not to go to places I know I can't really afford to go. I tell people all the time who ask me about Disney World, Disney World is expensive and it's become way more expensive in the last 12 to 18 months. I mean, sometimes it's prohibitive. I had a um, a guy to comment on our YouTube page. Uh, we were in New York. Uh, my wife, uh, we have family in New York. We were in New York earlier part of this year and we went over to the Harry Potter uh, store there in New York in Manhattan and this guy through YouTube through one of the videos we posted was asking you know how how cost prohibitive it is it to to go to New York and to go to this store and I said well it's all relative he said well what about a guy who lives in a I think he could class classify you know I live in a trailer park but I can drive from New Jersey wherever he was from I said well if you drive, obviously you're not flying, so there's some savings, even with the price of gas at the time. Uh, but I said it's, it's free to get into the store. But if you want to do some of the, you know, um, virtual uh, events, it's about thirty dollars a person. And his comment to me was, uh, given the number of kids he had, it would take him about three years or so to save up that kind of money to, to go. So I tell you that story because. That's not the first time I've had questions like that. I think I told you that we've done a Disney podcast in the past. And one of the primary questions we always get is how much does it cost? How much money do I have to save? And I read an article, I think it was from uh, USA Today years ago. So it's probably more now. Not probably. I know it's more now. But on average, according to this article, it indicates for a family of four to go to Walt Disney World, uh, Many people have to save up almost five years. It takes them five years to afford to go on a trip to Disney World. Now, I think the way that they calculated this was people staying on property and, of course, going to all the parks. Uh, if you're veterans like we are, we never stay on property. It's not necessary. You can go on property all you want. You don't have to stay there. You can still enjoy the amenities and so forth and so on. There are different ways to save money at Walt Disney World. Just like there's ways for you to save money on any trip that you take, which is why I'm offering you these um, advances in these apps today. Help you stay organized and to help you get the best deal for for your for your travel. So only use the affirm if you need to. I just wanted to put it out there that that is a. Uh, um, one of the benefits of using Travelocity. I'm not getting paid by a firm either. I'm just telling you because I know uh, I was offered, I think I learned about a firm when I bought my electric, my uh, electric bike a year or so ago. They said, hey, you don't have to pay for this right now. You can pay it in installments. And, um, you know, if you, there's no penalty for, for early payoff. And even if I was to use it, I always pay it off early because I don't want to pay any extra. Uh, but, you know, to each his own. It's an option is my point. It's an option. So back to Travelocity. I, I liked it because it allowed me the power of group purchase. I knew that uh, the tickets to for my trip were going to be expensive if I bought them individually. I knew that uh, the hotel was going to be more expensive if I was to buy it directly from the hotel from me as an individual. Just a fact. And then um, the only thing I didn't do, and I may do this the next time, the only thing I didn't do, I have a corporate account with Enterprise. So I usually always book my car separately. I didn't put the car in the package for some reason. I don't know why I didn't. But I don't have a problem doing it. I just didn't do it. Um, but, yeah, so Travelocity is my second app. And, again, the ease of use is there. It's pretty intuitive, the app. Uh, you can also use the the uh, online platform because it gives you more landscape. So if, if you're planning and you're just, you know, hey, I'm, I don't know if I want to go to Milan, if I want to go to Lake Como. I don't know if I want to go to, you know, Sausalito or, or to Oakland or wherever. It gives you the the 
the power to decide and it gives you so much information back. It gives you the hotels. It gives you the prices of the hotels in those areas. And many times uh, you can be in between decisions based on how much your room and board is going to be for that stay. You know, if you're going, if you, if you're deciding whether to go to St. Augustine or Miami and you know, you've got a limited amount of money to spend and you can use one of these apps to determine not only the quality of the hotel, but how much it costs, that could help you make the decision. Oh, well, St. Augustine it is because, look, it costs me almost a third more to go to Miami at this time of year. The power of information. OK, now, um, so those are three apps that I use. Uh, well, those are three different uh, apps that you can use. The Affirm with Travelocity, Travelocity and, and TripAdvisor. Now, Here is uh, the bonus for you. When I do get to the cities and I do have my um, I do have my days already organized through TripAdvisor, I just pull up my TripAdvisor app and I can see what I've got planned for today. If it's travel days and you're trying to get connected to your flights and to your movement, you can use Travelocity because just like TripAdvisor, everything is in one folder. All you got to do is log in and then all the things for your travel day is there. Your flight number, your your um, confirmation numbers, your seat number, just no different if you went into the Delta app or to whoever you purchased your ticket with. OK, uh, if you've got uh, questions or need to cancel a flight, you can do it through the app. You can do it through the online portal. You can use the support there. You can do it through chat or you can make a phone call. Very, very intuitive, very easy to use. And it's free. You create a free account. Now, TripAdvisor, when I'm in Asheville, when I'm in Sausalito, when I'm in Chicago, today's Monday. What did I have planned for today? I pull up my app and it has down to the restaurant what I suggested to myself before I left. I thought I would like to do. So do you have to stay with that? No, it's just a guy. But most of the time, you know, uh, well, at least for me, I like to have things planned out. We don't have to be, you know, just very stringent and stingy with with the day. But at least we I have an idea of where we want to go. Now, if you're going in a group of people, I always list more than one option for lunch, more than one option for dinner and allow people the opportunity to discuss and dialogue and, you know, find out where we want to go. For me, I'm plant based. But other than that, I'm, I'm not a stickler. I usually go along with the group. But sometimes you have folks in groups that are like, you know, they're pretty adamant about the activity or pretty adamant about what they want to eat and all this other kind of stuff. So. You know, it just helps you with those dynamics. I found when we were in Sausalito that uh, planning the days were very easy uh, to be able to just pull up my TripAdvisor, take a look at it, a glance, and then go from there. The beautiful thing about the next app I'm going to give you is it gets you from point to point with no problem. And I know it's something you probably have on your phone. I just want to tell you how I use it. So maybe you can use it uh, this way as well. I use uh, Google Maps. I use Google Maps. I don't use Waze unless I'm trying to just in Atlanta and I'm trying to get, you know, traffic information, Uh, specifically like police activity and stuff like that, because Google Maps, for some reason, doesn't incorporate that in my area. If I'm on the highway and I think I'm going to be traveling kind of fast, I use use Waze because it tells you where the police are going to be. Other than that, I use Google Maps. I have an iPhone. I don't use uh, Apple Maps. Because I find it to be of those three, uh, the least empowering in terms of information. And sometimes it's not uh, completely updated. And it's kind of weird. Of all the traveling I've done on the road driving, Google Maps has always been my primary choice for maps. It just is good information. It's up to date. You can download maps in case you do lose your signal. You know, you get into the mountainous areas or very tree areas or wherever, and you may not have a signal. But if you download your maps ahead of time, you still have uh, the resource in terms of the uh, guidance. Uh, It also gives you alternate routes. It also explains to you uh, why you are being held up and how much time you can expect to be sitting in traffic. The other thing is sometimes you don't have to know Uh, the business or the location's address because Google Maps is tied into Google search. If you're trying to look for uh, our hotel was called the Gables Inn in Sausalito. 
Now, I knew the address because I had it in TripAdvisor, but let's say I didn't. I just type in the Gables Inn and it pulled it up in Google's map. It tells me if it's open or closed and it tells me how long it's going to take me to get there. In addition to that, uh, you can put additional stops on there. You can make stops in the middle. Google Maps is my choice for uh, GPS. Another reason I love Google Maps is because they, they have save features. It's very intuitive. So let's say you're taking a trip to uh, Sausalito. and You're going to be there five days. You're going to be going places every day, sometimes walking. Google Maps has a walking feature, sometimes driving. In addition to that, what if you're getting on public transit? They have a public transit option. All you have to do is click across the top and say how you're traversing and the instructions will change. I found when I was in Chicago and New York and places where we use the public transit system quite a bit, it was very intuitive, very easy to follow. Places like um, New York, where you're not only doing public transit, but you're also walking, then you can change the modes from public transportation to walking once you know you need it to. And it would it would guide you where you need to go. Well, in this case, uh, we were doing a lot of driving because we were around, you know, California, Sonoma, Napa, Muir woods, et cetera, et cetera. So we drove quite a bit. And I found that uh, having all of my destinations pre-saved into my trip, into my trip folder on Google Maps helped me greatly. So I go through my trip advisor. I know what, where I'm going, my final destination. I know once I get there, the activities I like to do, the restaurants I like to eat at. I load all of that into my Google Maps. I load all of it into my Google Maps in one folder and just save it. So if my wife says, you know what? You put in two restaurants for lunch today. I want to go to restaurant two. I pull up my Google Maps. I go to restaurant two and I hit start. Bam. I don't have to sit and figure out how to get there and what time do they open, what time do they close. When you pull it up in Google Maps, the first thing it tells you if it's open or closed. As a matter of fact, we went one evening to a place called Point Bonita Lighthouse. I'm telling you this because if you're ever out there, please make sure you go. It's beautiful. Point Bonita Lighthouse. And we went earlier that morning and Google said it opened at 930. We got there and, and I guess the park, park rangers decided it's going to open later. And we looked around, but we we're not able to get to the lighthouse. And it closed at 330. We had a full day plan, but I thought, you know what? This is our last day. If we're able to make it back. We'll do it. Well, it turns out. We were very effective and we got back uh, on that side of town with about 30 to 40 minutes to spare. So when I pulled it up to go, I'm in San Francisco. I'm driving from San Francisco back over to this location and Google Maps said, hey, you got about 30 minutes for this place is going to close. It may be closed by the time you get there. So that's good information to have. So based on our route and the distance we had to go, it gave us an estimate of when we would get there, how much time would be left. That's that's pretty empowering to me. So, again, all of the information that I needed to have, whether it was we went to Fisherman's Wharf one day, we went to the Disney Family Museum one day, we went to um, uh, the Terminal Building, we went to Mural Woods. Hey, if you ever out in Sausalito, go north about 20 miles. Uh, there's some redwoods up there. I think you'd like to see. It's called Muir Woods. It's about 39 bucks for entry and for parking for two adults. It's worth the visit. But I was able to put all of that information into my Google Maps. I created a folder for that trip. And here's the thing. You can share it. You can share it with people in your party. If people in your party are interested also, let's say you got another navigator and you're not going to be driving every day, share it with folks. Share it with folks in your party so they'll have the instructions, uh, you know, as well. Sometimes you're coming from different cities, you know, share the information, share the information. Uh, information, again, is empowering and, and uh, having it at your fingertips and being able to utilize it when you need it is uh, the most effective method. And so hopefully today you have uh, heard enough to kind of sell you on at least trying these apps. Excuse me, I'm going to take a drink. My voice always seems to go. For me, it takes the stress out of the, the, uh, the trip. Because, again, if you're the planner and um, 
you can't, you know, you're the navigator, for example, and you can't find a location and folks are hungry. Maybe that's a problem. If, uh, you know, you know, uh, for example, you want to go to a particular restaurant and you don't understand what time they close, you get there too late. And that's going to be a problem. If you go into theme parks and as much money now as they're charging, you want to get there when that park opens because you want to maximize your time. And you want to make sure you got your group up and going. You want to make sure you know how far away the place actually is to your hotel, etc. When's the checkout for your hotel? You want to be able to access information quickly. And if you're traveling, which I believe in this fourth quarter, most of us will be. Why don't you try these apps out? Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. These are home run hitters for me. Yes, I know. There are a lot more apps out that do similar things. I'm telling you these because I've used them and because they're the ones that have proven themselves to me. Okay, now I'm not going to give you anything that didn't work for me, anything that I hadn't done myself. So check them out. Let me know. Go over to our YouTube page and take a look at some of the videos. I'm going to be posting some more uh, from our trip. Let me know what you think there. And if you got any questions, anything I can help you with, don't forget. Uh, matter of fact, let's have this conversation on our either uh, on our Facebook page or group somewhere like that. I'm going to post this. Um, I'm going to post this podcast there. If you have any questions or comments, let's talk, talk through it there. I'll be glad to help you there. That's things you should know over on Facebook. Things you should know podcast. All right, guys, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be in front of the mic again. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.